Masque Nada, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Another Parisian win for Solskjaer and Chelsea didn't concede. It's Wednesday, 21st of October. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Venetian Hunter-Raja. Hi, everybody. It's the middle of the week and we're feeling good, aren't we, chaps? I'm feeling over the damn mood. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Manchester United <laughs> fan there. Vitushan mm. Ihantaraja. What about that win in Paris, Peter? They just it's, it's easy peasy for Manchester United in oh, that city, isn't it? After the Lord Mayor Shaw for two couple of He's like, oh, I got there, sod it. Yeah. I've done my job. Oh, I nearly won it. Take the foot off the gas. Yeah, yeah it was it was a, it was an it was an odd kind of Kind of uh, forward, backward, forward, backward. Yeah, tennis yeah. match, wasn't it? Did uh, did and Gary Neville until United? Did Gary Neville say to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after, "How long do you want in your contract extension? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want your three points?" Mm. You know, like um, Ernest Hemingway, the Fitzgerald, Salvador yes. Dali, mm-hmm. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer does his best work in Paris. Yes, <laughs> he is an artist. Isn't he? <laughs> very, very uh... true. Um, is this good in the long run for Manchester United? Because we're now in this area with Manchester United where Solskjaer is probably not going to deliver them a league title, you wouldn't think, but he can produce the odd good result here and there, especially when they the, the, the chat seems to be when they play better teams, they can hit teams on the break and so on and, and blah, blah, blah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he Would does... you have rather lost? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it was quite... It was obviously after the weekend and the, the result against Newcastle, this was quite a heartening result. And I think, you know, at a time when the country is in disarray... Mm-hmm. This pe- brings us together. People can take mm-hmm. satisfaction mm-hmm. From, the, from the joy <laughs> yes. of, a, of a privately educated Southerner who supports Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that is a binding force for good. Um, yeah, I mean, this, is, this has always been um, one of the pros for Solskjaer is that he can set up a team against... Uh, Paris Saint-Germain quite, specifically. Uh, uh, more, yeah, but, but more dominant teams as well. And, I, and that is a bit easier, isn't it? When you know that someone's going to dictate the play, mm-hmm. your plan is to react to what they do rather mm-hmm. than set the pace, which is obviously something that he and, and other new managers struggle with. Um, is it good in the long run? Um, I don't really know. In terms of the individual performances, like Swan Zabi mm-hmm. coming back and playing the way he did, he excellent. that's a bonus. Um, <laughs> and, and just generally the, the feel around the team... Scott McTominay and Fred in particular, who did a sterling job um, at the base of that midfield. Yeah, I mean, for the next month, it's quite good. (laughs) (laughs) Giving it a whole month, though. Yeah, I'll give it a month. Just at the end of October or four weeks? Into December, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're going to see in the Christmas yeah. decorations, I think. Okay. Yeah. But, but you said Axel uh, Twanzevi was amazing uh, in that match. From going from playing against Colchester yep. <laughs> to wrestling Mbappe, I mean, incredible. <laughs> you talk about, you know, if, you, if, if Man United leave the, leave the Premier League and leave uh, the, the league set up and, the, and mm-hmm. they want to get rid of the League Cup, obviously. Good luck how, to them, is how what will, I say. <laughs> how will your players get to cut their teeth against the might of Colchester, against the U's? Was, yeah. Yeah. Now that I mean, that is the, the biggest concern about uh, the, the European Premier League, of course. But we'll come on to that in the second <laughs> half, of course. Where will Manchester United youngsters um, be developed, Fish? But, um, but uh, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a good win for Manchester United. David De Gea made it. Dave the Save was back. Mm, he Dave was. Dave the Save. He Marshall was. was the only player who looked like he was going to beat him that, what, that night as what well. What earth is that about? <laughs> I don't know. Don't close your eyes before a, a, a simple header where you're not being <laughs> challenged that much. My goodness, it's rule number one, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he just thought, maybe he was just about self-belief. He was like, if I 
head it and wish really yes. hard. Uh-huh. Imagine what I could do then. And he goes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You mentioned Scott McTominay. Apparently he played the whole of the first half with one of his contacts out. Oh, that's difficult. Was, yeah. it, in, was it in his eyeball? No, he it fell out. Was, oh, it fell out. Uh, Why could they not just run over to the sideline and get another one? That's like an injury, isn't it? I don't know. Not being able to see. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was, quite, <laughs> I was very impressed with that. Mm. It'd be great if, he's, if we looked at his passing accuracy and he's through the roof. <laughs> his issue was that he relies too much on his natural depth perception, which is off. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a Jedi footballer. Yeah. He needs he bifocals. Need yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps putting his foot out to control it. It's going under his foot. What's going on here? Um, Marcus Rashford, gentlemen. It's always nice mm. to have a Marcus in there. What a pile driver fish. Come on! I love it. They, um, in America, they call it a worm digger, don't they? Do they? Yeah, yeah all that goes along the grass floor. Cutter. Oh, yeah. it's a, a daisy cutter. Daisy is cutter, a nice yeah. one. Well, I prefer worm digger. I want I'm, mm. I want some violence in my shots. <laughs> Both are fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It was so close to becoming a miss kick. Is that fair? It's, it was that good. It was on that knife edge where one centimetre further away from the ball you and it would have been a headshot. What's the matter with you? I'm that's, what it's, that's what I said. It was perfect. Yeah. Do you think he, you probably think Marcus Rashford is not helping the child obesity problem now, don't you? <laughs> 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 I thought it was... Yeah, I, I mean, the, he had a similar shot, do you remember? Like a little bit further out, mm. um, which uh, was tipped around the post. Mm. And yeah, that whole move, United were so quick in their decision-making and their mm. passing. It was really impressive, uh-huh. especially that late in the game. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But what did, what did you think, Vish, the man said? Because people were saying they weren't just counter-attacking, they were actually pressing mm. PSG to just say, oh, it was just a counter-attack, they soak up the pressure and hit on the break, which is a, a perfectly fine way to win a football match, by the way. Mm-hmm. But there was a little more to Manchester United's performance than that, to give them credit. Yeah, I suppose we should start by um, making note that PSG had some absentees. As Tom Williams put it, they were without Marquinhos, Bernat, Verratti, Paredes, Icardi, and a discernible playing philosophy, mm-hmm. which is always going to help. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, they. Um, I, th- I think obviously I don't feel bonus... sorry for them. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you should. They're so lovely, aren't they? Um, <laughs> I, th- I think there were signs at the end of that Newcastle game. Actually, um, the way that you know the goals came about, mm. that it felt a little bit more than just, you know, hitting a team who were tired on the break. They did seem to have that kind of confidence to, to join up and want to play. Mm-hmm. And they managed to carry it through to this game and, and, and fair play to them, yeah. They yeah. play against Pereira every week. have <laughs> a lovely well, time. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> ragged. What did, what did you think of Bruno Fernandes' penalty business, Peter? Um, obviously, you know, he missed one against Newcastle. Mm, but that can happen. might... Exactly. exactly. But, An but, injured Cardalo. Exactly. Was he injured at that point? I don't know. He seemed to be injured all the match, it seemed. Well, he made a good save from the penalty mm. from, from Bruno Fernandes. But that's that's Cardalo. You put him in a different category, of course. <laughs> but he, but he, he missed one and he was quite fortunate to get the, the retake. Well, um, that sort of jumpy penalty. Is him and Jorginho the ones that leap to mind? Well, he got, no pun intended, yeah. by the way. Well, he got rid of it, obviously, at the weekend and, 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 and he got sussed out. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm... I'm it's so it is a bit of a, a lottery when you have a footballer that talented uh, and goalkeepers that talented. I'm talking nonsense. I don't even know what's going on. All right, talk to me about Manchester United's third kit. Then. I'd usually ask to edit that out. I'm not going to because you know what you get with me: a person who starts in the middle of a sentence and tries to work his way out like a hedge maze. I want you to talk to talk to me about Manchester United's third kit. Then uh, have we not spoken at length about this Am monstrosity? I, this kind of zebra not, monstrosity. Not while we've been in the same room. You're a man Lucky who likes yeah. a garish football kit. <laughs> it's fair to say. I don't mind it. That's, it's, it's, it's a nice kind of Uvenia Castle vom in it. Yeah, it's a bit. Uh, I, 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 basically, I'd forgotten about it. Right. And, and it then it sort back. of popped up, and I was like, why? Because you know, you have those kind of pre match shirts now. 
that are essentially mm, yeah, like kits, and yeah. you have to buy them and all that kind of. You don't have to buy anything, of course. <laughs> um, spend your money as you will. But uh, I thought, oh, they haven't taken that one off. And then it was like, oh, no, that is the kit, isn't it? Yeah. It looks like they've kind of sent the file by WeTransfer and something's gone wrong in the upload. Yes. The JPEG's become uh, it does kind look of corrupted. Bit, mm-hmm. And they're like, they're styling it out. Yeah, yeah. oh, no, I definitely, sent, I definitely sent it. I would yeah. never send things incorrectly. <laughs> it's very true. It's fine. Um, last night, Rio Ferdinand was talking about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and thinks that uh, Big Ole is frustrated with Manchester United board after not landing key signings. I mean, uh, how much more money do they want to spend, Fish? <laughs> you know. Well... You know, to to fix problems that you've created by overspending, you must spend more. Um, so it's like I, in my hedge maze, spend yeah, you out of that one. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're basically in the middle of a hedge maze, uh-huh. and we need a more effective chainsaw. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, I totally understand. We should airdrop a chain. I mean, that's dangerous, isn't it? Airdropping mm-hmm. a chainsaw. Yes. But if you gave well, first Kevlar glove, so we can catch the chainsaw. <laughs> um, I'd love to see you in the middle of a hedge maze catching with your Kevlar gloves a, a, a running chainsaw. <laughs> Kevlar, Incredible. Kevlar Keegan. Um, <laughs> that sounds like some kind of action here, doesn't it? Kevlar, Kevlar Keegan. Keegan. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> the uh, so um, it, it is interesting though because. Of all the uh, signings that United have wanted to, wanted to make and of all the problems they wanted to throw money at, mm-hmm. Senevac wasn't one of them, despite the protestations of many people. And you realise with Twanzebi, that's why. Twanzebi's because he was someone that um, Mark Critchley has written in The Independent today about kind of his journey over the last few years. Every manager has come in and done... Mm-hmm. Well, and basically like wanted him to wanted to push him into the first team, essentially. Mm-hmm. Van Hull named him in the squad. Mourinho was quite keen on him. Um now Solskjaer needs his lifeboats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Grab yeah. anything. Hey, look over there. <laughs> but the um, but the one stat above all else, and you know, he's been out for ten months. He had various different injuries. The one stat that I'm going to throw at you now is that on a preseason tour in mm-hmm. two, um, 2018, mm-hmm. he set a Guinness World Record by right. taking just 17.36 seconds yes. to win a game of Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> right. And that is a man we want. As the Gobbling up those defense. balls. Yes. If yeah. there's ever a multi-ball situation, mm-hmm. he will not be confused. He'll just be concentrating on the ball closest to the hippo, effectively. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could say, you know, you want record breakers in your team and so on and so on. You do, yeah. You just want hungry hippos. You want a team of hungry hippos. It's, uh, now, so I read this. What, was he playing other people or was he just gobbling up an entire arena of balls himself? I think you've, you've got to do it yourself, aren't you? I think the yeah. record is doing mm. it yourself. Right. But presume right, okay, so they just how do you get the balls to come closer to you if they're not being rebounded by the other hippos? Maybe you need the momentum of because it, it becomes a bit like snooker, doesn't it? Like you got bounce, bounce it off the wall yourself. Yeah. You have a, yeah, okay, mm. interesting. Well, kind of. I, I, I found it fascinating, but I, as loath as I am to go back to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, then Manchester United, the, the chat is, you know, will he? How long will he be in the job? Will he last the season? But that's been happening really for for most of his, his reign there. But the good news is, though, because we know Manchester United, you know, they they like to uh, to employ their own uh, mm. kind of thing. You know, well. I don't know whether this is relevant or not, but Paul Scholes won his first game as Salford City boss 3-0 <laughs> versus Southend. Could that be... I don't know, Vish. Do you think that's the um, part of the... I suppose the, the ladder? The tr- to, well, he's on the, the top I job. Mean, 3-0. It's <laughs> good against anybody. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, if you forfeit a game, you lose it 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damning scoreline. Yeah, embarrassing. You, you South End. Do I we know. need? Do we need more Paul Scholes? He's cemented cement his career as someone who certainly later in his career respected as one of the the, the greatest mm-hmm. midfielders who ever played the game. Yeah, he's made all of his money. Yes. Do we need him in punditry or management? 
I'd like to see him at management level. Just Why? I, I don't know. I just for some reason... I think reason, he's quite underwhelming with yeah, his opinions. I, I, I just think and if it, he's doing that in the dressing room... Yeah, but at least he's doing it in the dressing room and we don't need to be privy to that. Yeah, good if point. If he was a pundit, yeah. he'd be mm. everywhere, wouldn't yeah, he? Mind, yeah, that's, that's a good point, Vish. Uh-huh. Because yeah. I was thinking about it, like Frank Lampard, I know we're going to talk about Chelsea in a bit, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Frank Lampard's not a manager, he's a pundit. So you've got to be wary of where, where, where you have these people. Uh, well, let's move on to Chelsea then. It was their first goalless draw under Frank Lampard. He was he was purring after the game when, when uh, he was asked about this. He's like, clean sheet, you know, just what you wanted. He was like smiling, going, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? And then he was like, oh, yeah, we didn't score. So, yeah, no, it was... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but, I mean, you credit to them, you know, you because... It's Frank's first goalless draw. Exactly, if that's it's not going to bomb Thiago right out. Get out! <laughs> I did not manage Chelsea to correct clean sheets. Unmuddied goal. All nets. Exactly, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Sevilla, you know, the Europa League champions, uh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, Jim and I predicted goals in this game yeah. yesterday. I mean, it would be a foolish person not to have done such a thing, mm. but it turns out we were foolish because it was, it was goalless. Um, Frank, this is a damning statistic for English managers. Frank Lampard joined Sir Bobby Robson as the only other Englishman to have managed two Champions League campaigns. Give it Sam. Give it Sam to the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me, not not too good. But what did you make of um, Chelsea? Was Eduard Mendy uh, had, a, had, a, had a decent game in well, goal. He calmed everyone down, didn't he? He did calm everyone down. What you need well, Luke was saying, uh, Pete, that, that if you've got Kepper in goal, he kind of guarantees a goal for the opposition. So it was crucial to have Mendy in there for the clean sheet. Mm. Well, you got you got Czech. In the check on yes. the bench in the it? Premier League, apparently. Yeah, Peter Check named as one of four goalkeepers in Chelsea's um, Premier League squad, and he, he retired at the end of the uh, two thousand, at the end of two thousand nineteen season. I like it. There's been a spate of this sort of older goalkeepers. We saw this mm. in the international break. Was it Ukraine had a forty five year old on the bench? Yeah, there was another yeah. side. I, I forget who. It's Mike Hooper esque. Yeah, it's, it's it's sort of it's quite in vogue. I'm quite enjoying <laughs> it because then there's no chance of them playing. But it's just nice to see mm. in in footballing terms an older man. It's on like the a bench. Hall of Fame. It's like a little Hall of Fame on yeah. the bench. I suppose it is, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, what, what, what did you make of the game, Vish? Are you worried about Chelsea in, in attack? Because it the seemed to heavy, be... The top-heavy <laughs> troops. It seemed to be they needed to completely surrender their attacking threat to get yeah. this clean sheet. They spent a lot of money on a very short blanket. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't even roll in it. That's the best no. thing to do in a blanket. Turn yourself into little... Like, Quesadilla. Um, I, just, I don't know why there's cheese in there. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Get on with it. I'd love to see Mitch in a, in a quesadilla covered in cheese. I don't know. Done? I really want something to eat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the um, So uh, after Saturday's game, when they were previewing the Bayern Munich, sorry, the, sorry, they were previewing this game and they were talking about the um, two legs against Bayern Munich. Lampard was saying that one of the benefits of the way that, obviously he's going to transmit a positive, but mm. one of the benefits of how they were schooled by Bayern Munich was that it it was a maturing process for those younger players. Mm. And that with this introduction of... I mean, you know, Timo Werner and Kai Havertz, they're not actually experienced players. Neither is... I know Pulisic played last year, but... So, but with that added quality, he, he felt like they could kind of all grow and learn together. And obviously, you've got someone like Thiago Silva who's going to come in and, and be a bit of a wiser head, especially in the Champions League format. Mm-hmm. So, I think, you know, I, I think the, the first nil nil is quite an important thing. And especially the way they did it, I don't think there was any real, you know, Campos had that chance, didn't he, quite mm-hmm. early on. But, you know, they're all pretty solid. And it's the first game of the group stages. I think they'd be, they'd be pretty satisfied with that. That felt like something to build on, especially given how bad they were. Um, at the back on Saturday. Yeah, no, I think I agree. Mm. Did you see um, former Chelsea man Samuel Eto'o 
was uh, irked by uh, um, was it France Football Magazine? Do you see this? <laughs> no. That they that France Football Magazine are doing this thing where it's kind of like an ultimate kind of UEFA um, eleven, mm. um, and they've got sort of plays and very, you know a list of goalkeepers. You know, obviously whittle it down to one various positions. There's only a few English players in there. I think Gordon Banks, Bobby Moore, David Beckham was in there. Um, Kevin Keegan. And Stephen Gerrard, I think off the top of my head, they were the they were the five English men. Kenny Dalglish, and 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 Ryan Giggs were, were in there as well for for the the, the Scots and the Welsh. Um, and Samuel Eto was put; he wasn't put in the strikers category. He put in the right wingers. Oh, mm. right. and he was very unhappy with this, and he tweeted, "Thank you, but um, UEFA, but I played one to two seasons on the right brackets. Yet I have twenty five years of career as a centre forward. The lack of respect, France football, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> if he was playing now, yeah. well, actually, even for you know, even during his time, he was, you know, he he would come in from wide, wouldn't he? When he was at Barcelona, they'd play him. Mm, well, I mean, he was you're quite thinking fluid, of Inter Samuelletta when they won a tre- won the won the mm. treble under Mourinho, and he was playing on the right, but he was very much a centre forward, especially yeah. for Barcelona in that in that in that three as well. Yeah, and I think I'm also thinking of the goals where he comes. Are in you disrespecting him as well? No, I wouldn't wouldn't dream of it. I was going to say I didn't know where three goals was- for Everton. Go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where that was going, but I I would say that he is one of the more underrated oh, right, players. Yeah, no one. I don't think people actually appreciate how damn good he was. If we spent for like maybe latest, maybe three or four years later at mm-hmm. Barcelona, I think I think he would be respect, way more respected than he is, and people would talk about him a lot more. I think you have a point there, but he he played in. Pep Guardiola's most successful mm. season mm. at Barcelona. Yeah. He, was, he was absolutely phenomenal. And then won the Champions Inter. League. He won the treble with Inter, playing <laughs> on the right wing. So get him in there, ladies and gentlemen. If you're voting for this team, vote for Samueletto on the right wing. <laughs> Just to annoy him. Just yeah. to annoy him. Make sure you tweet him as well. Um, but yes, it was, it, was, it was enjoyable to have the, the Champions League back, uh, of course. Although outside of the Champions League, I actually thought the goal of the night came from Lewis Ferguson at Pitodri. Did you see this? I did because you mentioned it. Yeah, I sent it round to the group. If you haven't seen this, ladies and gentlemen, check out Aberdeen 4, Hamilton 2. Stead hit. It was a beauty. It was one of the few WhatsApp forwards from Marcus that you can actually open in public. Yeah. It's, it's in the, public? It, it's not you even, go outside, I've got one, everybody! <laughs> it's not even the images, it's it, the other moving videos. You can kind of hide that. Sometimes the sound is very, yeah, very yeah. sexually aggressive WhatsApp forwards. You, of all people, Pete Donaldson, are going to join in on this <laughs> crappy joke that Vicious people, brought. The drawings people, as well. It's the drawings, it's, I think. The, I wouldn't even call them drawings. They're more scratchings, aren't they? Yeah. Things he yeah. scratched into his wall in his garden. Back in a moment. <laughs> Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Now then, it's time <laughs> for this. It's 
Time for emails, everybody. <laughs> it is from Stephen Harrison in Taiwan. Uh, following on from an email last week regarding Taiwan and its uh, suitability for hosting a major tournament, I feel it's my duty to let you know about the Copper America Taiwan. Uh, t- <laughs> confusing. Uh, <laughs> come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, jeez. Uh, a two-day tournament that took place over the weekend after much anger, disgust and lobbying to get us removed, Team GB were allowed to uh, fill one of the invitational spots, mainly because we were quick, quick on making the payment. That's all it takes nowadays in 2020. The tournament had 13 teams, mostly from Latin America, with Spain, France, Team GB and uh, Eswatini allowed the invitational spots. I've heard of them. Uh, the tournament concluded <laughs> late on Sunday night with a free-flowing France taking on a Team GB team that genuinely only met each other for the first time on Saturday morning with a circle of introduction consisting of our preferred position. And a fun fact, the final ended nil-nil, mm. uh, which meant it immediately went to a sudden death penalty shootout. We only went and won the ruddy tournament Whoa. and we beat all of those other slugs. Yes. As we didn't know each other, our style of play, we just fell into a very British uh, two banks of four and hunting impact. Oh, it works. Classic <laughs> Southgate. school British football spoiling the party. Uh, I've attached some pictures and links of the news articles, but we uh, all know the best to claim will come for our friend from our friends uh, at the Ramble. Football came home. Mm. Stephen Harrison, a.k.a. the first goal scorer for the UK in a Copper America tournament ever. <laughs> Confusing <laughs> sentence to read, Vish. But and, very uh, enjoyable. And I love the fact that the only reason he sent the email is because he scored the first goal. Yes. Mm. So that's, that's incredible, actually. I love that. I'd love I, to be part of something like that. I would as well. love Taiwan. I th- I'm bang on. It's, you, it, it, I, I've been once. It's great. Uh-huh. Big fan of that place. Well, food scene's incredible, apparently. Hmm? The food yeah, scene. Food, oh, man. Yeah, Street market. Me. Hello. Uh-huh. It's like the, the, the best of like the chaos of China mm-hmm. run by the uh, officiousness of, uh, of Japan. Really? With fewer forms. I mean... Historically, that's kind of how it went. Let's make that very clear. I was going to say, but, uh, what are your thoughts on that issue? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, I've got a about Chinese Taipei. Oh, God. Let's get out of it. Pete just in the middle of this market being like, this is brilliant. Why has no one done this before? How did this come about? You guys remind me of... <laughs> You've just... Yeah. Okay. Well, I think um, after this whole sort of pandemic situation, is that we'll, we'll, we'll see you there, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, for the, for the next Copper America, where I will become the second goal scorer. <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have uh, an email here from Ustav Srivastava in Toronto, Canada, for those who don't know where Toronto is. Hello, Ramblers. Love the show. With Petacek's inclusion in the Chelsea squad as a COVID backup, not sure he would describe himself as that, but okay. Uh, it got me thinking that perhaps clubs should have that should be allowed to have five retired players as a part of their squad who train separately and can play if some squad members are hit by COVID. They have to be retired and club legends, to keep it simple, let's say they have to have played for the club. Um, which do you think... Um, Sorry, which club do you think would do best in such a situation? Manchester United would be strong. Yeah, Manchester United would be strong. I suppose they're go- they're going to be like travelling masters teams, aren't they? Mm. Mm. So Liverpool, you know, Liverpool would be quite good. Pete, you'd love a bit of this. You- Chelsea could. Well, Newcastle. No, Chelsea would probably do quite well. You'd have to have someone who's not long retired. Yeah, because Chelsea players invariably. Head off to well, Sammy Eto got a uh, got a. Yeah. Oh, he came back from Turkey, didn't he? Um, either way, he, he went around the world. He, he went did around, it. Yeah. He was he mm. became a bit of a journeyman. But oh yeah, he still got still got a lot of magic in those legs. I think mm. on Frank Lampard. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, big Frank, bring himself on. When you see Premier League years and they've got um, player managers and the managers are in their shorts, yeah, yes. but in their playing shorts, that's always good. Yeah, nice. no, that is that is enjoyable. Get your legs out, Frank. <laughs> it was it was um, it was a captain. What was um, 
Robson's nickname at Borough? Brian Robson. What was it, wasn't it? Captain, <laughs> <He's fantastic. laughs> Captain Marvel, Captain Fantastic, what something, was it? Uh, yeah, Captain um, something or other, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Remember. Captain he, America. I think Captain he's, he's been retired. <laughs> <laughs> he's been retired for quite a while. Yeah, an odd it, nickname, yeah. wouldn't it? Especially yeah. with his injury record yeah. and not being from that country. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Universe. <laughs> Why do you call yourself Mr. Universe? Brian, you mental. Oh, dearie me. It's just when he went, what was, what was Robson's nickname at Middlesbrough? Brian Robson. <laughs> That's very Roy Keane. Roy Keane. Oh, what can we call you? Roy Keane. Uh, <laughs> Royston. Big Roy. Big Roy. Right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we now... Um, oh, well, that was the emails, by the way. Go yeah, on then, let's have it again. Just Just to hang on to the emails for a brief moment longer, we have had some emails from people from the United States of America saying that it sounds like when you say, oh, Marcus will be reading it, it sounds like my kids. My kids, yeah. Yeah. Your, or my babies? Can, can are you saying Marcus or my kids? Because when I first heard that mm. jingle, I listened very carefully. I thought if I know Pete Dalton, he'll have missed at least one of us out here. So rude! Yeah, so rude. Yeah, yeah. Somebody pointed that on Twitter uh, that I'd missed. Um, uh, I think Andy out, and I clearly haven't. No, you've got Andy. No, in got Andy in but there. did you miss me out for your kids? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're I, one of his kids, you, you included. I'm yeah. prioritising your kids over me again. I've watched you play uh, fives and elevens, Marcus, and I regard both of your legs as my kids. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My babies. Yeah, I call them your pupils. Mm. Um, so you, you've taught me everything I know. Um, right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about this European Premier League cool. business. Um, yeah, sources have told the BBC that the plan is in its early stages uh, but of course it's for a European Premier League to replace the Champions League now I've I've read about this I'm sure many people mm. have Fish I'm struggling to see what are the downsides of this I don't think there are any really no. when you think about it the the game has struggled because the rich have to you know continue to play in the muck with the rest mm. And I think this is a great way of just reinventing the game for the better. Really. So it's like a hot shower, isn't it? It, it is. Hot it is. shower and a reset. And, you know, sometimes when you switch on a shower, you get cold water first, and that's mm. quite annoying. You might have to it's let it shocking. run. Yeah, Imagine yeah. knowing that every time you switch on a tap, you're getting hot, moneyed water. Yes. And it's a perfect... You know, and I think Powered it's, by Gazprom. Yeah. Gas. Yeah. Yeah. Showering yourself in Gazprom mm-hmm. and oil, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, you know, all I would say is mm-hmm. they should do what they want to do, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm willing to back them if they need a hand with anything, banners, and, whatever. And, yeah, and 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 I speak for the whole of the football ramble, all twelve years of its history and the ongoing 13. success it's enjoying. We are on board with Project <laughs> Europa Premier League. Yes, yeah. we are on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no drawbacks, yeah. and we are in. On the continent, Premier League yeah. starts and, next week. And as the unofficial spokesman mm-hmm. for the European Superpower League, yeah. all I would say is come and have a go if you think you're rich enough. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> right. Um, and Pete, what would you say to uh, those people moaning about, you know, clubs might kind of sort of disappear and it might kind of be bad for those lower down the pyramid? Look, when you've got uh, an organisation like FIFA saying it's boring. Mm-hmm. No, UEFA said that. FIFA just dismissed FIFA it. FIFA said it was boring. Oh, did they? Okay. FIFA's also said it's boring. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and they are currently in negotiations to redesign the Club World Cup. Yeah, exactly. So they they would know, wouldn't they? They would know what's boring. <laughs> so I'm very much for 
our new European <laughs> Super Club Super Lords. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. What is this shit? <laughs> What's the matter with these people? I just, when, when you waver, basically just turn around and just go, What's the idea? Boring. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's just fucking children, isn't it? It's like that. It's if you gave a child, if you gave a child, you know, like. Copy a keynote. Pro Evo and be like, just like mess around, like do mm. whatever you want, move the yeah, players to yeah, wherever yeah. you want, and mm. just jack up all the players' stats yeah, yeah, and yeah, make yeah. your own little league. This is what they'd come yeah, up yeah. with. Well, Neymar's got to have a purple afro. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got, you've got everything, all your stats are on 99, all your yeah, players yeah. are seven feet tall, you score with goal kicks. Yeah. You do yeah. Realize... He's, he's called penis. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right, yeah. it was fun for the first 10 seconds. Yeah. Now, can you just, this, do you not realise this is crap? Pro Evo on the PC won't allow me to type in my own name. Mm. It uh, says that it's offensive. I can't figure out what. what you're part, like you're, you're like Pete Donaldson. What part of that? You is... join that list. You know that list of people <laughs> that like sort of former world leaders that did terrible things yeah, and certain yeah, yeah, celebrities okay, that yeah. you can't put their names in. Idiot, I, I mean Pete Donaldson. Yeah, I don't know how yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't in figure there. out if anyone's got any ideas why the word words. I know why I am offensive. Yes, yes, but yes. I don't know why my name is offensive. <laughs> I I sent them a few emails. <laughs> you sent them a few a emails. Little word to the wise. Yeah. Another one of his forwards. <laughs> he, Pete sent me this. What do you think? <laughs> he does look like Pete as well. You're absolutely yeah. right. But it is just another lookalike. Mm. Yes, the European um, Premier League. 18 top sides taking part with playoffs at the end to find an overall winner. I mean, it sounds... It's shit. Oh. <laughs> Endlessly shit. But, but, but nobody gets relegated. I yeah. just... Uh, it, it, yeah. It's supposedly backed by... Um, a lot of money from JP Morgan. I think. That- Why wouldn't look? If you've got a bag full of money, yeah. I would throw all of my money behind this because look, would you? Nineteen ninety-two. All, all of the this happened. Mm. This has happened before. The High Court ruled this is allowed to be happening. It's not quite the this same to be as happening. this. It, it, I think it's quite similar. It's, I, know, I, understand it was a, I understand it was a small step towards this, <laughs> but it is a far cry yeah. different from what is being proposed. Why this flights are cheaper nowadays? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Television, hotels. the internet wasn't around then, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, and you asked for the when, turning, by the way, aren't you? Oh, look. <laughs> as I said, we would have a European Premier League show within days. Started out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like back when in '92, and I'm laying this solely at the uh, at the feet of of one person and one person alone. Rick Perry. Greg fucking Dyke. Oh, Greg. Greg yeah. Dyke, right? Yeah. He was in charge of ITV mm-hmm. when they didn't get the rights. Yeah. Uh, when, when the Premier League was formed and Murdoch stepped in with his beast guy. He let every, he's an unprotective Dyke, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. <laughs> and he um, and and obviously his work uh, at the FA, and I am calling it work um, with his. <laughs> With his idea for uh, Premier League B teams yeah. being yeah, shoved yeah, yeah, yeah. in at, at, at like, lower level and yeah. stuff, um, you, you could argue this is all his his all hens, his chickens have come home to roost. Yeah, well, I mean, there were other people involved. Yeah, um, few but it was nice right. to sit here, you stick the boot into the, to the dike. Don't but, like great dike. But but um, uh, chief executive of the uh, Football Supporters Association, Kevin Miles, said the latest reports of plots allegedly involving. Manchester United and Liverpool to create a European Super League expose the myth that the billionaire owners care about the English football pyramid or indeed anything other than their own greed. Go on, Miles. Love that. <laughs> He's but a when, good guy. When was that ever not the case? I think the fact that we even kept up with that facade or that people still no, I, at but, some point believe that. But do you not think he's maybe referring to, to, to Project Big Picture there about, oh, we'll give you, you know, 250 million to sort out your problems. But, yeah, we do care. We do care. <laughs> we don't care. We fooled you. But no one, no one, no one bought that. And, and the reason why this is 
you know, this threat has existed for a long time now. And the reason it has existed for a long time is because it's been a useful bargaining chip in any kind of negotiations because the people running English football know that this is a very real possibility. Mm. And actually, every season we have, we step that little bit closer to it, especially when you see that the, num- the number of super clubs that exist within England yes. alone. Well, they talk about six, obviously, going yeah. over there, which is more than any other um, league around Europe. Um, th- th- there's reports that apparently, allegedly, Real Madrid are, are up for it. You can see how, the, you know... Um, What's his name? Agnelli, the, the the Juventus owner, has spoken about these things before, because you know Juventus have dominated their league. Um, I don't know what Bayern uh, would would say about this as well, but you you can see those teams as they, they see the Premier League. You know, some people have written about it and they see the the riches that can be made there. And realistically, in in, in Serie A, they're probably not going to not for a number of years mm. anyway. You know, never know in in, in uh, you know with the market and so on. Um, but it. it, it, it just, I, I did actually. I, I know this is going to sound a bit sort of naive and silly, but I was actually slightly heartened by UEFA's response, and it was just so firm. I mean, obviously they have their own monetary interests as well. So again, I don't want to be sound too naive, but it was just the way the kind of no, the, the the culture, the footballing landscape exists here in this way. There is relegation, there's promotion, there's all these kind of things. You don't want to turn this into a sort of, I suppose, NFL to sound sort of quite lazy comparison kind of thing. But do you think this is just the next move in a negotiation with the aim of of of, of greater Premier League power? Do you think that's ultimately what this is? I mean, maybe it would be. It would. Stra- I mean, I suppose the argument against that would be the fact that you know you're, you're bringing along other European sides. You know, I suppose. But I mean, we will definitely see this come to form in our lifetime. Mm. I, don't, I don't. This isn't something that's going to go away. You don't no. have to look so excited about that, <laughs> Man United. Fan. Well, I just heard about this new show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing a show just on Basaksha here. <laughs> <laughs> They're not involved. <laughs> Something it probably special. will be. They've something, got money. <laughs> well, that's true. Something special for the Patreon subscribers, perhaps. <laughs> um, but the, um, you know, so one of the things, you know, the, uh, Kevin Miles was saying there about the latest reports of plots, te- big teams are always talking to each other. Mm-hmm. The, you know, when, when it came out that Manchester United and Liverpool were behind, um, you know, the project Big Picture. They're friends all along. But, but They're that, friends like, like PlayStation Plus. <laughs> I, know, I know this is a, getting a bit too tinfoil hat here, but, you know, when you see those shows that talk about where... And, you know, the shows about power mm-hmm. and political power, and then slowly, you know, you move up to the, yeah. to the very top and you yeah, realise yeah. that those two That's people... Greg Dyke. Yeah, but but there are there are there are discussions ongoing. Of course, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there there is always that you know cross party talks mm. that exist at the highest level, mm-hmm. um, and and this is absolutely no different. All these teams are in cahoots because they all want the same well, thing. Because because you, you realise how um, pragmatic you need to be if you are at yeah. the top and you want you know your aims and your exactly. It's the Mar-a-Lago of football, classy. <laughs> Money, bang on, yeah. <laughs> Photo, you know, um, paint, badly painted yeah. drawings of each other on the walls <laughs> that they've they've siphoned off from a charity. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're uh, going to see it. I'm, I'm telling you now, we're, we're going to see it, okay, and hopefully yep. not in the next ten years. But I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Yeah, it, I mean, I Carlos JP. Yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, we have to say that this was. Um, you know, the, 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 this is just in its infancy. These sort of ideas, and uh, and I mean, I found it interesting that La Liga president Javier Tabas dismissed the idea, saying the authors of that idea, if they really exist, because <laughs> they're done by AI. <laughs> 
this idea. <laughs> just, is that what it is? It's some sort of machine that just churns out these ideas, you know? It's fucking Homer Simpson's car, isn't it? Yeah, it's I think like, it is. It's, <laughs> a, ma- it's a mad lib that's gone wrong. Well, he said, this is the president of, um, of La Liga, he said that, that if they really exist because there is nobody actually defending it. Uh, but there know, are people uh, who are pushing it They show a total ignorance of the organisation and customs of European and world football. Apparently JP Morgan uh, declined to comment. But there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hope that the, uh, the game of football manages to defend itself um, from these nasty peoples. Um, shall we finish, gentlemen, with something far more uplifting, far more upbeat in all senses of the word? The week in which Pele turns 80, he has decided to release a song which is called Listen to the Old Man. Oh, Have you heard this? I've been listening to it all morning. <laughs> You've been listening to it longer than all morning. It's yeah. a melter. It's an absolute... I, I, I challenge anybody to listen to Listen to the Old Man by Pele and Mexican duo Rodrigo y Gabriela and mm. just... Try not to crack a smile. I, I think I don't think. Try it's, not to feel a little bit better about the world. It, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not Vin Diesel's dance song, is it? I've not it, heard that. It's obscene. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> obscene. Yeah. Well, what, Do you remember Jeremy Renner? <laughs> yeah. Again, Jerry, Jeremy Renner. Yes, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. He's he's got form in. Has he done a song? Yeah. He's, good he's one of those. Yeah, he, he he didn't take the hint that he was the worst Avenger. <laughs> uh, and thought, well, I'll, I'll just, I'll just ride this, and uh, he released an album, and it was mm. dreadful. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the worst Avenger. I mean, he, he didn't write that part; he just accepted it. Well, that's his own fault, then. Mm. You know, mm. yeah. He, if I if I told you to be a little shit bloke with arrows, would you do it? No. Mm. I mean, <laughs> more, more credibility. About all yourself. I need is the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, the I, I think this is one of those things where, like, because an eighty-year-old did it, we we're like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, actually, he's really good. <laughs> I'll put it on the fridge. <laughs> yeah. The um, I like the fact that he's got quite. A, uh, it sounds like he sang it, he sang it like twenty years ago because his voice doesn't sound that old. Well, he wrote it in two thousand and five, apparently. Right, which I feel a bit. I sort he of wrote feel... it. That's what he said. Right. Does Pele ever lie? <laughs> Pound not Pele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that. But you, don't was this that. when the erection money was dying? I feel a bit sad because we could have been boogieing to that for the last fifteen years, but we better late be, than yeah. never. Better mm. late than never. He said, I've written many books. Anybody read any of them? No. No, no. I've scored many goals. He has. According to him, many, many, many goals. Many, many, many goals. But we do know he scored many goals. Wow. I've fathered children. I've no doubt about that. <laughs> I've planted many trees. That's the same in... as the children. Yeah, I was about to... yeah that's, that's the euphemism he uses. Involves a seed. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the only thing that's lacking is a musical memento of my life. He has starred in a film, of course, that we reviewed. <laughs> that dreadful film. Mm. Um, so, so now he's got the full set, which is which is which is quite good. Um, now, the, the 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 song is basically about using, um, I think it's black magic to curse the opposition into mistakes, which is what a, a, a former manager of his, I think at Santos, he was saying, used to say that if they lost the game, it was always the player's fault. But if they right. won the game, he said, oh, you know, the, the spell I put on the sort of opposition worked or some nonsense. <laughs> but Pele did clarify and he said, obviously, black magic doesn't work with this. Mm. Um, so, so don't bother trying it uh, on uh, Sunday morning this weekend, listeners. But one lyric does say, cast a spell on the goalie of the opposing team. The goalie will be off his game. He'll have a howler. <laughs> but he's making fun of it. It's, it, it I didn't know Pele could be so satirical, Vish. 
It's quite, I, I mean, pleasing, I, again, it's quite a pleasing development. Again, as, as Pete said, Pele? Do you reckon he wrote that line? <laughs> <laughs> well, Pele said, I didn't want the public to make the comparison between Pele the composer and Pele the footballer. <laughs> Were we ever in danger of making that comparison? <laughs> that would have been a huge injustice. In football, my talent was a gift from God. Music was just for fun. Well, I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. It is a very fun song. Listen to the old man. I, I thoroughly recommend it. And I give it four Pele's out of five. Nice. <laughs> I want this to turn into some kind of hip hop diss track back and forth between him and Maradona. Oh, Maradona's definitely going to release a song by the end of the year after this. He's done what? <laughs> right. Or, or just like write a scathing review on Pitchfork or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maradona's Reddit page. Maradona must have been involved in a song somewhere, surely. Oh, he must have had songs written about him. No, oh, definitely. But as in, I can't think off the top of my head if he's been involved in a song. Pele, I imagine Pele's... he enjoys the same rock and roll trappings. No, as, I think no. Performer. I think he's more. I think I think Maradona would be more like cumbia kind of reggaeton mm. kind of beats. <laughs> right, okay. Pele's yeah. mentioned in a few hip hop tracks. He's mentioned in Ghetto Superstar by Praz, and he's mentioned in a Lupe Fiasco song which I can't remember right now but he's got quite a few so presumably Maradona's referencing in quite a few different songs you'd oh. expect so wouldn't you whenever I hear Ghetto Superstar just the bass line yeah a little bit more to finish I think it just goes up and down and there it is the least talented Fuji's as well who's the other guy in that tank oh dear well very pleasing indeed so Pelly turns 80 this week Cool. Many happy returns. And, and that is the score. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you going to buy the single, Peter? Probably not. I would. If you remember yeah. that advert. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, ladies I'm going to download it illegally. Oh, don't say yeah. that. Yeah, I would. Yeah. And fire up Napster. LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire. Yeah, the old LimeWire. Bear Share. What was that one? Bear Share. <laughs> I'm going to play it on Winamp. <laughs> really uh, kicks the llama's ass. You, you can find it on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. It's perfectly safe to do so. There we are. Uh, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, my dears. On tomorrow's show, Kate, Pete and Andy. Mm. So get your ears around that. Until then, thank you very much for Tujana Hantaraja. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much, Peter Donaldson. I would. Thank you very much, <laughs> listeners. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network.